Hi, my name's Katie. I'm a certified life coach, mother of four, prince, lover, and seeker of joy. Every week, I'm going to give you tools, tips, and tricks to create joy in your everyday life. Based typically on the law of assumption, but we go through other ways as well. So if you want to experience joy in your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday life, come on, let's go. Hello, beloved. (laughs) How are we doing today? It's a beautiful day. It's rainy here, but that can be beautiful if you define it to be right. I love the smell of the rain and how it cleanses everything and makes everything feel so new. So it's beautiful to me. How are you guys doing? Are you excited for the new week ahead? Monday is full of possibilities. Are you working? Are you back at work? Are you off today? Are you relaxing? What's going on in your world today? How are you doing? We'll do the Wendy Williams. How you doing? (laughs) How are you doing? How are you feeling? What have you been thinking about? I wish I could just hear all of you because I really, really just, I love people. I love to hear their thoughts, their dreams, their feelings, especially when they're for their hopeful desires, right? It's a beautiful thing. Well, so today we're going to start. I didn't do this last week, so I want to do it today, but... The Soul Truth from Brianne Hovey. I didn't get on again last week, and that's okay. You don't need me every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I do like to try to get on there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because I feel like those are the days of the week that we all are like, you know, Thursday is Friday's Eve, and Friday is Friday. And then the weekends, we're off usually from work. So we usually don't need much help or push those four days, but... Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I find a lot of people need a little push. When you ask them how they're doing, they're like, how are you doing today? They're like, oh, yeah, I'm living the dream, living the dream. And that makes me sad because you should be like, girl, I'm living the dream. I got a good old life. I'm living the dream. I'm creating it. I'm thinking about it. I'm creating it. I'm living my dream. But instead, it's like, yeah, I'm living the dream. So (laughs) I hope this podcast will take you from I'm living the dream to I'm living the dream, girl, living the dream. Okay. So Soul Truth, Brianne Hovey. Let's see what we have today. Let's just pick a rando. Rando. Now, I don't know if I've done these before, but who cares if I have? Because you can always gleam something new. That's, I think that's a big problem that we have. I know I have it. That's why I bring it up is, I've heard this before. No, boo, you have not. I don't even care if you hear the same song on the radio. I used to have this friend back in the day, like when in my 20s, and the song Butterfly. Come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly. Sugar, baby. <laughs> that song played all the fucking time on the radio, all the time. And it got to the point where I was like, dude, if I hear Come, my lady, one more time, Butterfly, Sugar, baby, nothing. I'm done with this shit. And my friend Dustin said to me, you know, this is the first time you've heard this song, though. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, this is the first time you've heard this song at this time of day on this road, wearing this outfit, doing this thing. This is the first time you've heard this song with all these, you know, particular scenarios. So if it's something that I say that you already heard, 
No, boo, this is the first time you've heard this card and this time of day with this certain scenario. Just a little perspective shift. All right. So if I had a magic wand, this is the card now. Soul Truth, Brianna Hovey. So get you a deck if you like these. If I had a magic wand and could have anything I desired in life, what would I choose? And that's why we're all here, right? I mean, some people, they really do have to think, mm, I'm on autopilot. I don't even know what I would choose if I had the opportunity. But most of you, if you listen to this, you already know what the fuck you want. That's why you're here, because you want to know how the fuck to get it, because we're manifesting masters. So I'm sure you could already answer that question, but take a moment and ponder it. If I had a magic wand, because sometimes you say what you would desire because you think it's attainable, but no, I want you to really think, dig into this. Like if I could have any motherfucking thing I wanted, what would it be? What would it be? Okay, so on the back of the card, it says burn with desire. There is power in your desires. Let them be your fuel today. Your desires are your soul's wings and it's time to take flight, baby. Like, I believe I can fly. I believe I could touch the sky. (laughs) I don't know how you guys feel about R. Kelly, but his personal life, but the man could write a song and I believe I could fly is probably one of my favorite affirmation songs to get down on because of this right here. Your desires are your soul's wings and it's time to take flight today. Go inward. Your answers lie within. And that's what I always tell you. Everything's fucking within. We don't need to be looking, looking, searching, hoping, praying. I I can't. Oh, who's got it? Do you got it? Can you tell me? Can you show me? Can you teach me? No. We have all of it within. So today, go inward. Your answers lie within. What do you desire? Choose what makes you happy. And then guess what? Do that. That's how the card says in big. Do that. So choose what makes you happy and then do that, boo. Do that. If it's manifesting SP, well, you know how I feel about that. I believe everything comes back to self-concept. I'm not going to say don't manifest for SP if that's what you really want and desire, but I'm a self-concept coach and I really believe that anything you want comes down to self-concept. You think you're fucking amazing, then you project amazing. You think you're fucking fabulous, then you project fabulous. Do we feel that way all the time? No, and that's okay. Because we're human beings. We're not going to feel freaking la-di-da on a cloud 24 hours a day. Remember last week, we're here to feel all the feelings, do all the things, and just let them pass through, pass through, pass through. And once you're not afraid of feeling a feeling, because you know, I can feel sad and I'm still going to get what I want. I can feel happy and I'm still going to get what I want. I can feel angry and I'm still going to get what I want because I process through that shit like that. And it doesn't stay stuck in me. So it's just fluid, fluid, fluid. I'm a fluid manifester. (laughs) So today what I want to talk about is speaking of uh, not getting what we want. I want to talk about failure. Failure. I feel a lot of my clients are coming to me with this lately. Like, I want this and... 
I want this to happen, but dot, 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 dot. Or I understand that I'm not supposed to pay attention to my 3D reality, but dot, 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 dot. Or it doesn't look like it's working because dot, 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 dot. So all of that is a failure mindset, a form of failure mindset. So Webster's defines failure as a lack of success. Okay. So, and success is defined as the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. And it can also be defined as the good or bad outcome of an undertaking. That shocked me. Like it could be the bad outcome of an undertaking is success. It just means that you completed it, right? I have this thing that says the miracle is not that I finished. It's that I had the courage to start. So by that definition, good or bad, you were successful because you started, right? So the reason I want to discuss failure today is that I think we get caught up in this thought of I'm a failure or I'm not doing it right or something's gone wrong. Okay. And that usually comes from I'm failing at manifesting the life I desire because I don't see it yet. I've failed at creating X, so I can't possibly get Y. And I just want to remind you, this is an ego-based lie. Now, remember, I told you, you are the meaning maker of your life. Mentos, the fresh maker. Remember? Mentos. You'll always think that now when you see a Mentos commercial, if they still roll that shit in this day and age. I don't really watch too many commercials anymore, but... Mentos, the fresh maker. I'm Katie, the meaning maker. And wrong or right, my beliefs color my reality. And wrong or right, your beliefs color your reality. If you think you failed, then guess what, boo? You did. And if you think you're a winner, then guess what? You are. (laughs) So an example of this for me was uh, for thinking that I was a failure is And I've probably given this example before, but this was very pivotal in my life. So that's why I like to use it is I know it was back in the day, but when I didn't graduate from high school, I thought I was a failure or a loser because I didn't do what the norm does and take the tests and graduate with my class and get to walk and do all those things. Instead of going to high school, I was usually too high from doing meth the night before. And so I never went to school or I was so high on meth that I was scared to go into school because I'm like, everybody knows, everybody knows that you're freaking high. So I thought I was a failure when it came time, like into my 20s even and graduation had passed. I was like, girl, you're a failure. You didn't do it right. And no matter what anyone said, I believed that. So that's how I acted. And the people that I hung out with, the things I chose to do in my free time, the way I spent my money, no matter what anyone said, I believed it. So that's what I created for myself. However, that belief eventually became so painful to me that I no longer wanted to carry it around. And then I let it go. And this is what it's meant by letting go. We sometimes hold on to our beliefs so tight and we white knuckle the fuck out of that shit and we argue with others when they question why we're carrying that shit around like from my high school somebody's like why don't you go get your GED or why don't you that's too hard it's too late now I've already fucked up can't start over you know why why 
high school's already passed. I've already made, I guess I'm going to work in a call center for the rest of my life or work at a convenience store. And who even says that that's what you have to do if you didn't go to high school, right? Who says that you have to graduate high school to even be a winner? That's what I'm talking about. We carry these beliefs with us. And when they become painful enough, we can let them go. But um, this belief to me became so fucking painful that I didn't want to carry it around anymore. And so I let it go. And I want to ask you, do you do that with things? Do you hold on to your beliefs so tight and white knuckle the fuck out of that shit? Or do you argue with others when they question why you're carrying that shit around? Do you like, yeah, I would, but I don't like to work out. Or yeah, I would, but I can't do that. That's just not, I'm not good at that. That's for other people. Or yeah, but there's always the yeah buts. The yeah buts, that's what I call them. (laughs) I would like to, but yeah, but that's not really me. Or yeah, but we carry those fucking yeah buts around everywhere and tell the story of the yeah but. And you know what? If you want to keep that shit, you're more than welcome to. I mean, if that's what you want to manifest yourself, the yeah buts. But if you would like to change to, yeah, but I overcame that. Yeah, but I let it go. Those are the yeah buts that you can manifest as well. So do you do that? Do you get defensive and argue for your beliefs even when they don't serve you? And that's what I'm saying. Sometimes we can have a belief that we think is so beautiful. And I I mean, I notice this a lot in Christianity. Have, for example, this is just a brief example. We hold on to our beliefs so tight sometimes, even if they're not serving us. Like anything in Christianity to me that's not love is not serving me. So if it makes me not love somebody, I don't care what the Bible says. If it takes me out of love, then it's not serving me. And I don't give a fuck if the Bible says that I'm not trying to keep that. I'm not trying to keep that thought or belief because it's not serving me. It's not putting me in the alignment of love. But some people are so rigid about rules and their beliefs that they're like, oh, no, it says this verbatim. You can't. No, no. You got to roll with that. doesn't matter how it makes you feel or how it makes you treat someone else or how you view them. We got to hold on to that. That's some bullshit, okay? So we get defensive and we argue for our beliefs even when they don't serve us. However, when we're done carrying around that belief to release it, all we need to do is simply release our grasp. It's that simple. I know. Letting go is like some woo-woo, oh, you got to get by the vortex and then let it go. And, you know, once you let it go, then it can come to you. And how do you let go? Quit, you know, adding resistance to it. And it has to be some ethereal bullshit. No, it's just you're holding on to it. You're believing it. Release the grasp. It's that simple. Let it fall away. Sometimes we release a belief through affirmations or mantras. Like I said, the monkey bar, it's possible. I'm learning. I'm open to. I can see how that's a possibility. Sometimes we journal or visualize to release. That's how I do. I like to visualize. I'm huge on that. Or journaling because it lets me see my thoughts on paper and be like, girl, you're really thinking that shit? That sounds petty as fuck. But none of that is required. Sometimes you just let go effortlessly. And that's what happened to me when I quit doing drugs. I didn't go to rehab or NA or anything after many, many years of holding on to the belief that 
Drugs made me happy just a little bit more. I can do this and thrive. <laughs> I can't believe I thought that belief or it's not that big a deal. I just got so sick and tired and I realized it wasn't serving me. And so I just let go. Like I said, I didn't go to rehab or NA or anything. I'm not recommending that for all people. I'm just telling you my personal experience. I was done one day and I was just done. I had a bag and I flushed that shit down the toilet. I didn't even want the rest of it. And if you know, as a drug addict, you're like, well, when this bag's done, then I'll finish. No, I flushed that shit down the toilet and I was just done. And I've been done ever since. And sometimes letting go is that simple. And it can always be that simple if we want to. But typically, it's not like that. I found that to be the case (laughs) for, you know, many things. Sometimes some things we let go effortlessly and some things we're just not ready to let go of. And it takes a little bit of more work. And that's okay, too. Anything can be effortless. It's the thought we put behind it that makes it so. So I could have viewed my past beliefs of I'm an addict and I like drugs and this and that as a failure. Or I could have seen me in that time period as wasted time. But how would that serve me to think on how I treated people back then or the things I did? How would that serve me to think of that as wasted time? It wouldn't. It would put me in a state of depression or despondence or it just would not serve me in my highest and best. So instead, as the meaning maker, I chose to see my past as the stepping stones into my current greatness. It helped me increase my empathy, empathy muscle, my sympathy and compassion for other people. It helped me to relate to them on a deeper level. And it helped me see that surface level shit is the mask that people wear. People are often going through some deeper shit and they use that to fill a hole. And I get that. And even if you're you're not using drugs to fill your hole, it's food or uh, relationships with other people or sex, men, whatever you're using to fill that hole. It helped me have more compassion because I can see that now in other people. And it makes me feel like we are all one. So that was for me. Um. So what I want you to do today is I want you to look at some of your past perceived failures and I want you to revise them. We've already talked about revision in past episodes, but revision is just taking something that you didn't like and you're going to replay it over in your mind or verbally until you have a new story from that. So I want you to go past or go in the past and look at some of your perceived failures and let's revise them and see how they actually set you up for your greatest gift of life. Because like I said, there's no really such thing as failure. You're the one who gets to define what failure is. So you can always change what that perception is in your reality. You're successful. You're going to rock this shit out. Remember, I've already looked into the crystal ball of the future. I've seen that you get every fucking thing you want. Everything. Everything you want, you get it. I've already seen it. You can't do anything about it. All you have to do is believe me and walk in it. Walk in that reality for yourself. All right, beloved. I'll see you tomorrow and have a beautiful day, whatever you define that to be. Peace out. Thanks for kicking it with me. If you want, you can reach me by emailing me at katiethejoylady at gmail.com or you can check out my website at www.joyisyourbirthright.com. 
there I always have four free intro sessions so we can pick at any limiting belief that you want and bring you some clarity so you can see what the power of coaching can do so hit me up otherwise have a beautiful beautiful week peace out